0: Good evening and welcome to The Social Newsroom. Now, this week, I don't know whether to call it uh, "journalist in Distress or Who've Made or Back uh, from the Brink because we have two journalists and actually one of them will double up as a co-host, uh, a guest co-host. And I'm pleased to have this evening, Shiro Morioki. Hi, Mark. Hi, hi. Looking beautiful as ever.
1: Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> you, but you don't look too bad yourself. Uh, thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You, you. you must be used to hearing that, though. Um, eh,
1: it's not like people shout it on the streets. So okay.
0: <laughs> All right. All <laughs> thank right. Thank you. Shiro is a former colleague of mine at the Nation Media Group. Uh, of course, she left me and uh, went bigger and, and better, if I could call it that, to yeah. the, Biebs, the BBC, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where she had been for five almost five years Almost five years yeah and now she is in your space i'm talking about the digital space as a content creator which she has been for years actually Mm -hmm. and you'll tell us a bit more about that but i thank you for agreeing to the call of being my guest co-host on the social newsroom
1: I love it. Thank you for calling by the way. You yeah. appreciated it.
0: And and from what people say we'll see whether this continues. This relationship Yeah, let's continues. see what happens. Yeah.
1: Let's see what happens.
0: Now, yeah. Shiro, you probably remember the Zuri <laughs> from the local media on TTT, top trending topics. Uh, then hosted when the trend was hosted by Larry yeah. Madot, uh Big up to Larry. Um, and um, also on radio, Nation FM. Right. Uh, there, was, there was a bit of an identity crisis there. It was uh, Nation <laughs> FM, Easy FM, but you were under the time when it was Nation Yeah, when, FM.
1: when I was at the time when they were just crossing yeah. over into to making it Nation FM once again. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, what would you term yourself right now? Because you're a journalist, you're thought leader. You're that person who says what's on her mind and backs it up with some sense?
1: I mean, I'll always be a journalist first, but I'm also really enjoying creating content. Like you said, I'm a thought leader. Um, I pride myself on being authentic. I never talk about things I don't know. I'm not afraid of saying, I miss you, but, but let's find out together. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Or well, we talk to the people who know. Oh, talk to the people who know. And exactly. get the answers. Yeah. The five years at the BBC, which ended two months ago, mm-hmm. uh, your work there was specifically what? You're a journalist, yes, but yes. specifics.
1: Um, so when I joined the BBC, I joined as a broadcast journalist, but... Mm. Uh, at the end, I was hosting um, this show called The Breakdown that aired in over 30 countries across Africa. So my job title under that was Senior Presenter. So the senior journalist, essentially, right. uh, with the BBC.
0: Yeah. And it came to an end, but I don't know whether to call it abruptly, because mm. how they played it um, was different. Yeah. I knew of my layoff uh, from the nation. Uh, like... Between the time I was called and the time I got the letter in hand mm-hmm. was a few minutes, you know. Stop it. Yeah, it was a few minutes. Like you're not told, um, like Bro. Yeah, yeah. So I was working. I was working, preparing for the bulletin no. of that day. You
1: see, you and I have never spoken about this. So when you say it like
0: that's that, that's why we're here. <laughs> Listen, that and you is, know, you're you're, you're the co-host, brutal. so you you can you can interview me. So yes, it was it was it was shocking. It threw me off. Um, but it, it happened. That was in November of last year. The mm-hmm. uh, phone call came in. Of course, we knew things weren't good in the media industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but the way it plays out, at least then for us, it was uh, you get a phone call from HR. And like, hey, you don't normally call me. Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And And Of course, that morning there was communication of, oh, you know, going through tough times, there will be restructuring. Right. "Eh, Let's keep working, you know, no, gotta have a bulletin tonight. And then when I see a phone call, I'm like, hey, you never call me. Yeah. It must be happening. So I put it down first, I put the phone down, face down. And then I took it after like a second call, I said, yeah, I know what this is about. I'm coming. So it was around this time, I go. I get the letter, they break the bad news, uh, throws me off. I tell them, you know, okay, I'll be back to start the clearance process. And then I go back to finish the bulletin, to prepare the bulletin, I uh, uh, produced it. And we managed to have a bulletin on air. and I broke the news to the team on WhatsApp that night, later that night. That's
1: wild to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I thought did, you knew though.
1: I had no, I had no idea. I mean, I worked at Nation and we were also retrenched, but they'd given us a couple of days, you know. So it was like come for a letter on Wednesday, and it was Monday. So by then we were, we were like, cool. Yeah,
0: you knew what was happening.
1: So, but a matter of minutes—that that is yeah. wild to me. Yeah. I think at the BBC it was very different. They had told us that the business was going to be taking a different direction. Mid last year. Yes, mid last year, around like actually May last year is when they were like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a digital first approach. And as a result, several roles will be closing. They actually don't say that you guys are going to go. They'll say several roles will be closing. Mm. and But they, they really hadn't decided which roles would be closing and which ones would be staying open and so on. So, so you f- then, did
0: you feel then, hey, it's coming my way, Amma, you were like, oh. There's
1: like a sense of denial at the beginning. You're like, oh, no, nah, no way, digital. Well, I'm, I know what I'm doing when it comes to digital, so of course it'll keep me. And then as time progressed and we, they kept having like these meetings with staff, then that's when the, kind of, the gravity starts to sink in. It's like, yo, this is actually serious. Yes. Like, my neck might be on the top, chopping block, like you mm. have no idea. Mm. And then around January is when I got like uh, someone whispered to me someone in the note, told me, Shiro, anze Kuchipang." Right. Like start to sort yourself out." And then that's, that's essentially what the happened.
0: show that you were working on went off air.:
1: Yeah, because yeah, now the show we were working on closed in December. So we were like, <clears throat> "Wow, okay. So now yeah. it's sad, things are starting to get real. Mm. And then now, when that person whispered in my ears like, okay, instead of sitting around like a sitting duck. Let me kind of figure out what's going to happen from that point on. Yes. And, yeah, so I will say then there was a lot more humanity in my case and in yours because, I
0: yeah.
1: listen, I feel like I need to go and fight someone. Who, who am I you going
0: to You don't need to fight, you know? You don't need to fight. It's, <laughs> it's just different realities for different people. Yeah. But the common thing for both of us, because I was following your story, mm-hmm. is how people react, and especially the public. The unfortunate thing, or maybe fortunate, I'll tell you why fortunate for me, is in the public eye you work in public space so people know you when your job is no more everybody knows about it and it's their business and mm-hmm. everyone has an opinion about mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. this was a redundancy it was yes. a layoff yeah but for me the surprising thing was how you know people would post it as oh fired fired yes as if there's something that i did you know, Other than be really good at what you do, you
1: know, the one thing I love about the German language, which I don't speak at all, but one thing I love about the German language is that they have a word for everything, and I'm sure you've heard this word, Schadenfreude,
0: uh-huh.
1: where it's basically kind of almost enjoying someone else's misfortune. Oh, right, right. So, um, you know, like what you're talking about when, when you know when the news broke, and I actually saw the coverage and I saw how really open you were about what had happened as well. Um, where people are like, yeah, he's been fired, he's been fired. So now when it happened to me, I said, listen, when you're returned, you've done nothing wrong. It's not like you found me stuffing company printers into the (laughs) boot (laughs) of my car. I wasn't doing anything untoward. I I was not running a criminal enterprise out of the office building. So, you know, life happened. And it is what it is. Do it's you know just I
0: mean? the harsh reality of the industry. Yeah. It's been disrupted.
1: Exactly. And it's not just the, the media industry that, you know, has been disrupted by, you know, the, this economic times that we're facing. Mm-hmm. Again, there are other industries as well when it comes to the tech industry as well. Um, you know, there's been a lot of layoffs in finance as well. You know, large mm-hmm. multinationals are laying off staff quite with alarming frequency. Right. And so this is a reality that a lot of people are facing and you you find yourself in a place where you're almost stigmatizing yourself. You're like, yeah, yeah, this thing has happened to me. People will stop talking to me. Say, so but tell them what really happened. So they really sit with this thing that has happened, and it's a, a massive life change, and it comes with its attendant emotions, and people don't talk about it. Yeah. So when it happened, <clears> it's was like, uh-uh, let's just tell the truth. I got laid off. And even then, even as I was clear about what happened, there were still blogs that said, Shiro fired by the BBC. I'm like, okay, cool whatever you want, may know what happened.
0: Right. Yeah. And so don't feel necessarily bad about a layoff. Not, no shame in it. There's no shame. Um, but also to talk about it this way, because now that, you know, we're out of the formal working space... Mm-hmm. There's also no shame in the people who are in the working space. At so all. it's not a conversation of us against them. Mm. And now we're the hustlers and, and nothing political by that word, by the way. We're just <laughs> The hustlers and the ones who are now really, um, you know, getting in touch with reality and working hard to yeah. make ends meet. There's nothing wrong with those in the working sector. I love
1: that you have to make that qualification about the word hustler. Yeah,
0: you have to, but these yeah, have are have interesting, interesting times <laughs> yeah. that we live in. So, yeah. uh, But you get what I mean, that there's no shame in being laid off, but there's also no shame in keeping a job if At you're in the, in the working it's
1: sector. It's like lucky you. Yeah. And hold on to it as, for as long as you can. And, you know, because right now, like... Like, as you call us, hustlers, again, no politics. But, you know, you're used to a certain level of stability. And I think maybe that us versus them thing is also comes from a, like a small... There's like a small dose of envy on both sides, yes. eh? Because if you're on my end and you're like, wow, every end month there's a salary coming in, so you don't have small, small heart attacks or when a check is lit and you're like, what. <laughs> start calling the landlord like okay so <laughs> see what happened was
0: <laughs> so yeah. if, if by you saying that you agree then or at least you're open to if a call comes in and and a certain employer is watching this and says hey shiro uh we'd like you to come and work with us we know you're very big on digital content creation yeah. and digital media Are you absolutely open to
1: for the right price
0: i like that so you're open to calls yeah for and, sure and the conversations yeah
1: I'm, I'm open hey yeah. <laughs> Call me, we can discuss
0: so that doesn't stop what you're doing, and we'll te- you'll tell us about that um but in terms of possible working um uh, arrangements and people who might want to work with you, um there is in the meantime adjustments that you're having to make, and oh, I've heard you sure. speak to it before uh in in like the wicked edition by right. dr. Kimori really great show yeah and you've said that you've had to make adjustments. What type of adjustments, uh, if you may, have you had to make?
1: I mean, like, you have to really cut down on these, this, the spending that is not necessary. Like, um these little things that I used to do because I have a nice little salary. Like, you go and get your nails done for 5,000 shillings. Now I'm like, hey, <laughs> 5 Gs. It's a bit of kwa Do you know what I mean? Or <laughs> grow out your own nails. Or um eating out all the time and... Um, like going out?
0: Are you big on going out?
1: No, not really. No, okay. I don't. I don't go out to clubs and bars. I listen. I am forty-one years old, eh? and I know, love how that's you.
0: are not... proud of that. You wear it proudly because you wear it beautiful.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, the and that's not to knock anyone who's in their forties that like going out. But I think me, because I've gone out since I, I was a teenager. Yeah. There's nothing new that that club is going to show me. Let me stay at home, and drink my tea slash wine. So, but even things like eating out or like even these um, the apps for ordering in, I'm not gonna mention them because I <laughs> might need you guys later. But <laughs>
0: yeah, you can partner. That's the yeah. plug.
1: <laughs> but yeah, when when you're thinking of you, really need to like uh, tamper your, uh, temper your temper your 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 spending. One of the first things you need to do is, man, just kind of get rid of those things for a while <laughs> because. Yeah. It's very easy to be like, I'm tired, I don't feel like cooking. And then you spend something like 1,200 shillings on yourself. That 1,200 is a kilo of meat plus vegetables. Right. That is a meal for a week. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. One
0: one of the things people do normally when this happens, you lose yeah. your job, is moving address on the neighborhood, Kuhama.
1: Yeah. I know, I'm not doing that. Um, it is a nice neighborhood.
0: Yeah.
1: I am close to everything. And I said, I'm, I think I'm thinking from a point of abundance. Right. For Instead of thinking, oh, things are about to get bad. No, yeah. no, no, no. Panic. I'm going to stay where I am. Right. And I'm going to afford. And even because like, I got a pretty nice send-off package mm-hmm. from my previous employer. The first thing I did is drop rent for a few months.
0: Right. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about So that. I don't
1: have to worry about that. For How so- about me? I have a roof over <clears> my head. Yeah.
0: For someone who, give us some life hacks, or at least what you've learned uh, what what has helped you um, stay grounded mm. and not go frantic and crazy yeah. and like oh my god things are going to th- life is over yeah. what 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 yes. has kept you grounded?
1: First of all, accept that this is a major life change. You no know, people yeah. start you know, this thing for say ah, I mean cos I mean cos so you're really denying the fact that this is something heavy that's happened to you. Yeah. So actually sit in that feeling and say yo this is kind of messed up. And another thing that I did is, you know, I've been in therapy, which has really helped.
0: You actually went for therapy? Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing. I did. You know how there's that thing about therapy. But yeah,
1: therapy is so important. I wish more Kenyans did therapy because I believe that we are a very angry nation. Talk
0: to someone. Well, granted to (laughs) to my former employer what they have been doing. And actually last week there was another... Uh, layoff, Not as big as what happened in November. But there, I know of a colleague who lost the job and there are others in, in the other departments that have lost their job last week. Right. This happened. And they are arranging and having people talk to a therapist. If you yeah, call them that. It's really Was this important. arranged by a former employer or you actually went out and...
1: Um, actually, there was the option should you want it like to take that from um, the 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 employer, but because you know since I lost my dad in twenty twenty, I have been in therapy, oh, okay. so it's something that has really helped. Yes, yes. Um, so therapy is really important. Also, be really honest with the people around you, because this is something that my dad used to tell me all the time: a closed mouth doesn't get fed. So if you're just being there quiet and you, you may need a connection or you need a meeting with someone or you need your name to be said in the right rooms, but yeah. you're not talking to anybody and saying, yo, this has happened and I'm trying to find work. So be really open about what's happening to you. Right. Because even as a result of of what I've been doing online, I have gotten opportunities. Like you called me, for right. instance. You hadn't said anything, would you have called? You'd have just assumed me I'm fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But in the name of talk to people, on Artu, yeah, there are those who are genuinely concerned. There are those who just want Moshené. Like, you can tell even the I way someone I think you can tell. It's,
1: yeah. it's really obvious, especially if someone that has not talked to you for a year, then they hear this and it's like, hey, I hey, ah, saw eh, so yeah. what happened? And you're like, bro, I've not heard the, from you since 2021. What are we doing? And <laughs> one of
0: the first things, and how do you react to this? That's another answer yeah. to the life hacks. Uh, what are you going to do do you, have you gotten that question? And what do yeah, you tell people?
1: Um, it also depends on who,
0: who, who, is, who, who I'm talking to. Because okay. there are
1: people who you can tell do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And then but then, you're like, oh, you don't know, I'm fine. you am fine. I'm fine. But then there are the people for, And I, I like the people who ask the question of, what do you need from me? Right. Those are the people to come <clears throat> around. What are you going to do? What are you thinking of doing? And what do you need from me?
0: And you've had those
1: several.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, and in terms of dependents, there's those people who have many dependents. Yeah. How do you deal with that? What one are Nairobi, you're Oh, you're black tax. Ha, yeah. I don't know if you have had to deal with people who you have been helping, mm. and that you've had to tell realistically, hey, I'm gonna have to take care. That's a tough conversation.
1: That's a tough conversation, but you just have to be honest and say, but I'm at a job. Yeah. So for now. I can't be there for you the way I have been. But luckily for me, uh, I'm not paying that much black tax. <laughs>
0: okay. um, yeah. In the meantime, because it's been two months, yeah. have you been brushing up on your profile? Uh, for sure. work, Reworking it? Uh, oh, yeah. what, what What are you targeting as you do that what have you been doing
1: so uh, my previous employer actually hooked us up with these like um uh, company that help you like sort out your cv and then they put your cv one or these like job search places nice. and so they actually have really been helpful in that sense and also like like reaching out like one thing that i'm really glad i did earlier in my career was have a mentor so reaching out to your mentor and be like okay this is what my resume looks like now. Then they're like, okay, you need to change this. You need to take this out. You need to let this back in. And also, like, again, be really shameless about asking for things. Yeah. A closed mouth does not get fed. Right. It's just that simple. Be shameless. You see, um, what's that saying? You miss 100% of the shots you didn't take. <laughs> so ask. Yeah. The worst that someone can tell you is a no. Yeah. But if you don't say anything, it's always a no. Yeah. Someone may shock you and say, yeah, actually I'm looking for somebody come see me on Monday.
0: Speaking of a no,
1: yeah.
0: I've had the experience of people offering an opportunity mm. and you can see it's more for them than it is for you. Mm. Have you had people that you needed to tell no? I've learned a lot of no in, yeah. in the space that I'm at right now yeah. because I don't have the time to just uh, invest in someone who I won't get the returns
1: exactly. and who
0: just wants to use... Uh, my brand or my name but I want to be very deliberate and very intentional. About and intentional yeah. about yeah. it have you had to say no
1: yes I have I have there's actually um there's an event thats this week I'm not going to say which, what it is but I can tell they wanted me on a panel and what they were offering was ridiculous honest and I'm like why am I giving you my time I could be doing something else yeah with that time yeah and also these these people you can really tell when the, when they're pitching you what they want, and in your head the question that keeps going over and over is, but what's in it for me? And Mm. you're you're asking yourself, and the the more they talk, and you're listening, you're like, hey, but what am I getting from this arrangement? Yeah. So you have to also be really, um, you have to almost have the mind of a detective like to read between the lines. Like, okay, what is this person saying? Because people will say one thing, they'll they'll talk out of both sides of their mouths. They have to be really careful as well
0: because it's that notion, and there's nothing about getting a job done. I'm not saying we're just big ticket people who only take big ticket jobs. No. Sometimes you can take a job, not as well paying, but the platform and the exposure it might again, give you is out again, of as well. Again, the question: what is it? What is in it for me? Exactly. So they'll be like, okay,
1: we can't afford to pay you what you were getting paid before. However, you will be meeting these people every week. Um, You will be going to these places, there's opportunity for travel, there's all this, like, when you start looking at the big picture, then you're like, you know what? I can take a pay cut for this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because of the exposure that it'll give me. Exactly. And learnings. Yeah. Um, And for that is a message to those people who think that you're desperate. And if you lose your job, don't don't be desperate. Don't mm-hmm. just take anything that comes your way. Because something else I'm getting to, and you'll tell us your life hack. One of the people who speak to my life, uh, she's called Pastor Janet. I'm not trying to make myself look like I'm a I'm a child of the of, of the church. I'm not an S I unit, but Pastor Pastor <laughs> Janet, she can call me and I drop everything. I do yeah. uh, shout out to her. She told me, Abdul. She calls me Abdul because mm-hmm. that's my birth name. She says. Is she a Dubai now? Is she a Kila Kitu and a Dubai now? Soon, soon up your package. Yeah. Chukua a bit of it Dubai for two weeks. Yeah. Because your life will be very busy once you get back. Yeah. One thing has come out uh, truthful uh, after, you know, that life has gotten busy. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, haven't really taken that time off. Had, have you taken time off? Like just um... to, to be with you, Shiro. Close out the noise and
1: not really but it's because i've always been really jealous of my time okay it's not uh, something that um that i've been working nonstop like a slave and then now it's like okay now i need to breathe i've been really careful and very deliberate and very intentional about taking that time off Mm. and of course part of that was driven by you know the grief of losing my father so i've really Uh had a lot of time okay to
0: to, you're very centered
1: Yeah, I'm very centered, and I have really good people around me, and so on. And um, especially now, like not being in a a non nine to five situation, (laughs) it's really, it's actually really possible for you to have days where. Literally, I've only taken two meetings and have the
0: rest of the day. Willis Raburu was in that spot last yeah. week telling us about why he's where he's going uh, mm-hmm. to now. He's and Willis, one of the, the first... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have to say Not mad to respect for how he did it. Yeah. How he it signed very out. Deliberate but it must have it. taken yeah. a lot of energy from him. I'm just watching it. I'm like, because every every day he has a different show. And so how he just gracefully did that mm-hmm. and said... Thank you for your time, your audience, and your platform. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. That That is, I mad respect to that. But one of the things he said was he just wants to rest. And, and for th- him,
1: it's really important. He was, I used to wonder, <laughs> when do you sleep, sir? Yes. When?
0: Yeah. And and I think it's important that we get, I guess, a decompress. What's your decompress I, that you can say on air?
1: I turn off my phone. <laughs> Like, even do you you remember when I got here? Yeah, I left left my phone in the car. And so um, you were like, How do you survive with your phone? I was like, Very easily. Or even like the times, like, my phone will die, and I'm like, Cool. (laughs) And it (laughs) stays off. And it stays off. Or like, even when, you know, those days, you know, uh, ladies who are watching this will understand that salon day, where I'm doing my hair, I'm doing my nails, I'm getting a massage. Like, You get home and you've been massaged into into relaxation. I am a noodle. (laughs) I am just... (laughs) I am beyond relaxed. I'm floppy. Right. So, yeah. And then also, even do this thing that... you I I think it's an African... Like, children who are raised in Africa, that's that's something that happens to us a lot. Mm -hmm. When you're growing up, parents do not like seeing you idol. Yeah. Like, you'd be woken up at 6 a.m. on a school holiday... My mom is, yes, just sitting like you can't just sit in my house. Can you go wash the gate? Just gives you stupid things to do. <laughs> go and iron the towels. Like yeah, so t- tasks that don't make sense. Yeah. So then I've really had to divorce myself from that thinking. Well, like if I have like a day like today where my first appointment is at one, there's nothing wrong with waking up at yeah. ten. Don't
0: feel Think guilty. At, what,
1: what are you waking up at six for <laughs>
0: to do? The boards. gym. Pigalabs Kimbia.
1: The team you can also go in the evening.
0: <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Something I love about you, Shiro, is you're very, um, you're, you're very opinionated, but in a and, and it's backed by reason and 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 information, like facts, you yeah. know. And and thank you. There's a rawness to it, but there's a realness to what you say. That's you. why I think you should transform it into something that people can get every every week um, mm-hmm. on a platform. And you had promised in your first video where you said, you know, yes, I'm five, but nothing wrong with that in the sense, like, I'm not ashamed. Yeah. And you said you'd be giving people a weekly yeah. updates. How, yeah. how have you been doing with that as we look so, into where you're going next and introduce Lavin. Um
1: uh, There's actually a video that's supposed to drop tonight. <laughs> I've
0: <laughs> yeah. scheduled
1: it somewhere. It's okay. so actually done two. So now the number three is dropping tonight. So I'll actually be talking about imposter syndrome.
0: Ah, OK. Like, have you faced it?
1: All the time, Mark. What do you mean?
0: Well, did you feel it when it were BBC?
1: Always. I, it actually really felt like when I got the job, I was like, who am I? And what am I doing here? They're going to find yeah. out I'm a fraud and they are going to fire me for five <laughs> years. Not for five years. It was like the first year I was like, and then you get to the point where you're like, wait a minute, I belong here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And actually, um, I've earned it by what I'm doing. I've exactly. proven myself. Exactly. So, what are you getting into? What can people expect besides so, the weekly updates?
1: Uh, you, so, you I well, I have uh, this uh, podcast called The Undiscovered Podcast with the, the
0: Undiscovered Podcast. The
1: Undiscovered Podcast with the Charles Ouda. You know him, the Imagine great, the, the great iconic
0: Kenya's Denzel. If let me he call had
1: that. you saying that, yeah. God, Charlie, I'm to tell
0: No, man, do you know has... he
1: worships at Denzel's altar? That
0: I would equate him to that. You know, I'm getting into the same space. Yeah. Actually, let me let me let me plug it in yeah, here. July 6, we are going to be on on, on Showmax. Dan, forgive me. Dan, I forgive me. On Faithless, <laughs> yes. getting into the acting space, yeah. and Oda is uh, yeah. an icon. Like so. he's a.
1: Yeah, so I'm doing that podcast with Charles J Ouda. Um, uh, he is just like you said, Kenya's finest actor Barnan yeah. none. Um, we are launching. We're hoping to launch on the 13th of July. 13th of July. Uh, we already seven episodes in. Yeah. Uh, we, we're pre-recording. So that's
0: next Thursday.
1: Yes, not this. Not this. This Thursday is the sixth. Next Thursday. So yeah. next Thursday. Yeah. So yeah. So that's what I'm up to. I'm also. Uh, I'm also kind of playing with another podcast about mental health, but yeah. I'm still in the conceptualization stage. Right. I might actually talk, hey, okay, Dan. I Dan,
0: might actually talk Dan to Dan <laughs> yeah.
1: about that as on well. On mental
0: health. And we yes. could actually work on that because there's something yeah. else that, uh, you remember when you said, you know, you went to the therapy to speak about this. Yeah. Uh, and I asked in a way, let me be honest. Mm-hmm. There is some form of, not form of, there is some stigma there around is. therapy. And for me to actually come and say, yes, I'm taking therapy, I feel like I'm less of a man. And like especially no for respect. men. You know, it's yeah.
1: actually more ex- accepted for women to say, you no, know, my therapy set. Yes. But for a man, they'll be like, I When you can't do the things by yourself. No, or they tell yeah. you,
0: come to the bar for therapy. You know, catch a cold not one.
1: therapy. That is not <laughs> therapy at all. Do you know, first of all, one thing that you all should know is that alcohol is a depressant. You know, you feel on your hangover. But you're like, Jesus Christ. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: So, yeah, I feel like men especially need to have a lot healthier coping mechanisms and that you can only learn
0: through therapy. Uh, yeah, I tell you one person I catch cold ones with uh, uh, not that often, but uh, yeah. of late, and that's Laban Cliff from Serio. Yeah. And he's coming on in a bit. And uh, that, no, our, our catching cold ones is not therapy. It's just it's, us, us catching you're up. Just... Laban, Laban and I go way, way back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to see my boy. Yeah. I've been to his home. They've hosted us. So, Akule yeah. Nakuru, lovely parents, lovely brother yeah. and sisters. So he's going to tell us a bit more about that. So you're saying it's that podcast on around mental health. Yes. So as... that's
1: we're sitting In fact, you and I should sit down and have a conversation yes, about that as yes, well. Let's... I think it's really important. But right now, um, my focus and my priority is on me and Charlie's baby, the Undiscovered podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the Undiscovered
0: pod. So it's Undiscovered about what? Art... How I can grow some hair in my head. That will never be discovered. Um, Come on, give
1: me, <laughs> give me some hope. I mean, look at you and your locks. Castor oil, yeah. massage, and see what happens. <laughs> Just yeah. every morning, I, I'm, have, have I'm, your I'm, wife get into I'm the scalp. I'm here for
0: that episode of growing hair on <laughs> if your.
1: If should have you on when yeah. you have an Afro, I'll be happy.
0: <laughs> i will be happy to so undiscovered
1: So basically what what one thing that we uh, noticed is that there's so much uh, undiscovered talent, whether it's actors, uh, yes. musicians, Sana yes. Sana musicians, and yes. you see them on TikTok especially. Ah. Uh-huh. TikTok is a platform I really hesitated to join because in my was like I ah, hear on the v are Gen Z. Yes. Where TikTok is a treasure trove of information. Wow. And I saw so many young, super talented people that don't have the platform, right? Mm. And so Charlie and I said this conversation, you know, just as a joke. And so we were like, why don't you give these guys a platform? Because on top of everything else, Charlie is also an artist. He's a musician. He plays a guitar. Would you know that about him? Yep. It? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So um, he's that is something that's really close to his heart as well. And because of me as a journalist, I've met so many of these young people. And so we want to give these people the platform. We also realize that there are a lot of places, not just in Nairobi, around Kenya, people are like, mababi." It's like, please discover this country. You can't say that. You know, you can't travel because you don't have money. So we yeah. want to discover and
0: people it. think it's expensive. And it's expensive, There's and life and it's hacks not. It. Yeah.
1: And then that's what also not to say that you can't save for somewhere nice and
0: <laughs> you can't
1: go. You <laughs> <laughs> so soft life is also important, yes. you know. Yes.
0: And, me, I'm and you're soft, here for it.
1: I mean, my soft life, girly. Me, yeah. me was not here to suffer.
0: No shameful in that.
1: Mm-mm. I'm so, looking yeah. forward to
0: that. To yeah, that yeah. That so that's, that's
1: what we'll be doing. Also, Charlie makes a mean <clears> cocktail. Ah. Dangerous cocktails, the kind where you can't taste the alcohol, then when you get up to go to the loo, it's like woo. So, hey,
0: we can have that during the, the yeah. episode that I come on for. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. No, that will put hair <laughs> on your head for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, Shiro, we, we're here for it. Um, and I want to watch that take off and into some success, uh, great success, actually. And as well, Semabox is a space that you can explore, whether it's sure. with the mental uh, health conversation that you yeah. want to get into. For sure. Uh, even Willis Raburu here, he has something on Semabox, uh, Midweek Madness, and a lot of other madness that he has going. No, if there, there's
1: no one I've ever met in life who's more high energy than Willis. Ooh-wee. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> well, baby, <laughs> <laughs> and it's all of six five, so it's like, Yeah, no, you are a lot, sir.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and it's sensible, sensible madness and energy. Yeah. So, yeah. we are looking forward to that as well. This is an open invitation and ticket that seat right there. You can occupy for as long as you want as a guest host. This is all for you. Uh, we love you, and the people love you here as well. Like Elsie Gina says, I like that, Shiro. A closed mouth can't be fed. In fact, there should be a T-shirt to that. Yeah. Yeah. Closed mouths don't get fed. There we go. Mm -hmm. And now we're about to invite uh, one of our other uh, colleagues. He's been a colleague. Yes. To both of us. Yeah, to both. While he was at Nation, you were at Nation. I know Lapan, yeah. Yeah. So let's know more about him and his side of the story because a lot has happened in the last few months. Yeah. And uh, let's just look at uh, the video Uh, Oh, I'm told it's not there, Um, but it's basically showing the headlining stories that were there Mm. uh, to um, kind of uh, report what happened December 18th. Yes. And you know, it's one thing like for me and and, uh, not just buying time for the team, but it's one thing for me being the person bringing the news. And then another thing being in the news, like when I was being discussed after the layoff, I'm like, yo, I'm trending. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and and it's, not, it's not a really uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, it can yeah. get
0: very uncomfortable because yes. everyone is in your business. Yeah. But the fortunate part that I mentioned earlier of mm-hmm. the layoff in the news and how it went all out was that someone saw it, had learned about my layoff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and was like, hey, I need to... Yeah. I need someone that I can engage for public relations.
1: And are you okay? And, and yeah. are you
0: okay with that? Can you do that? And this was probably two days after. Right. And I was like, let's get into the to, to that conversation. Yeah. And here we are. It's been six months now, uh, in the public relations space, and a lot of learnings mm. and growth. And my goodness. I can only imagine. Watch the space. Yeah. And, for uh, sure. Yeah. So I'm told the video is ready, and so let's play it. Just a few seconds to lay context, and also now have Lab and Cliff on serio join us here in his deep voice. <laughs> <laughs>